2020 podcast. What? It's a 2020 podcast. What? It's 2020 podcast, bro. What? 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 Hello, hello, and welcome again to another episode of the 20 by 20 podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan McFly. And today, I'm going in dolo with this one. Episode 12, we're going to call this McFly and Friends. I'm going to call in a couple of people that I'm cool with off the off the Twitter world, off the wrestling community, and we're going to get their take on everything they think that's going to go down for SummerSlam. You know, we everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own take. So let's see what they're saying. Let's see how they're feeling about the product in general. But before that, I'd like to say once again, hello. <laughs> You know, um, I'm just very glad and pleased on how this podcast is moving and everybody has been following the Twitter, everybody has been following the Instagram, Facebook, all social media platforms, listening to it on SoundCloud, listening to it on iTunes, subscribing and downloading, like that means a whole lot to me and I know it means a whole lot to the whole team of 20 by 20. Meaning me, LP Dangerously, Bing, Woodrow, a.k.a. Big Papa Pump, Big Papa Dios, you know what I'm saying? The boy Shice. And, you know, everybody want to get down with it. I, we're glad to have you and glad that you're there. So, you know, come in and enjoy this ride with us, man. You know, this is something that was, like I said in the first episode, it was a couple of years in the making, about two to three years we talked about making this podcast, and now it's a reality, you know? And like I said, I'm dolo on this one today. LP Dangerously is still OT getting it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he's enjoying himself. Hey, well-deserved vacation for my boy LP, well-deserved. So, like I said, this episode, we're calling it Nathan McFly and Friends. And, you know, I got a couple of people to call. So the first person I'm going to call is, goes by the name Chan. He's on Twitter. And he's just an awesome dude even just to talk about wrestling with. I mean, everybody within the wrestling community really knows him on Twitter. I mean, he has 2,000 plus followers. Who's not going to know this guy? He also runs a chat, basically, a chat called The Family. And he brought me into that. I met some really good people off of that. Some really, really diehard wrestling fans. And I love it. I get to talk about wrestling with people I don't even know. People I'm getting to know. Which is amazing. You know? So, let's give him a call and see what's up. Alright. Calling the boy now. Chan. Hey. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good, man. I'm glad I got you over here on the twenty by twenty podcast. It's uh it's a good one, man. Thank you for thank you for joining us. Oh, I got no problem. Thanks for having me. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um 
you know, tell tell the people that listen to our podcast. Tell them a little something about yourself. Well, I live here in uh, California, L.A. Right now, uh, I'm at work. So I'm going to step out real quick while I'm here at work. But, uh, well, I live here in California. What I used to do back in the day is I used to do radio here in uh, Orange County. All right. And then uh, I moved over to Aspen, Colorado and did a local uh, TV show for a little bit over there. Came back to L.A. and then ended up doing uh, um, sports for uh, combat radio which was based out in L.A. Nice. I stopped doing all that and, and uh, just gave up on all that entertainment stuff and just ended up being a warehouse manager. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, no yeah, doubt, no doubt. I've my whole life. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've always loved wrestling. But, um, yeah, I, I, entertainment was what I, I liked back in the day, but I'm, I'm over that now, now that I'm married. i got five dogs. <laughs> five dogs aka five kids right yep exactly <laughs> I feel you brother uh, one question I wanted to ask you was you know uh, you're very vocal about the product which I love you know I love just reading your posts and everything you write about it you know even the uh, the gift files we put towards it it's hilarious um, my thing is what do you think about the direction WWE is going going, you know, heading into SummerSlam? Um, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of upset a little bit about the, all the rematches that they're going to be having. Um, it looks like Raw is being filled with rematches, unless they change something with the whole, uh, main event, um, which is Roman Reigns right now versus Brock Lesnar again, even though, uh, they got booed and I was there at WrestleMania in New Orleans. And, um, man, the fans didn't like it. They took out the damn uh, beach balls, and, and it was shenanigans. And the whole time we were trying to do the wave. And we were basically crapping on the match the whole time. And it looks like they're going to be doing that again if they keep this match. I don't know. Something tells me that maybe they're going to add Bobby Lashley to the match, which I think would be better. Um, okay. You know, for, for this main event, um, if they if they keep it at Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, I think the fans will, will crap all over the match. And, and um, I mean, they've been doing that, like, every single uh, pay-per-view since WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns. I, I was there match. for, I was there for Backlash. It was, man, you should have, you should have heard that crowd, man. That was insane. And the way people were leaving, yeah. leaving by the three yeah. count. Yeah, and that's that was against Samoa Joe, right? Yeah, that was against Samoa Joe, exactly. Yeah, and pe- and people love Samoa Joe, so that tells you something. So like, you know, if, if she's going against someone like Samoa Joe and they're crabbing on the match, um, you know, like that, then it's, they're going to keep doing it with Brock Lesnar because people are already at this point fed up with Brock Lesnar not showing up, not defending the title, and all that. So I don't know. I think they needed. The, to do something like making Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles be the last match, I don't think it's going to happen. No matter that would be what, amazing Lesnar, if they did. I gonna, yeah, I, I would love that too, but I think Brock Lesnar is going to close the show. Um, looks like they're going to have Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler again. I know, For the Intercontinental title. I mean, it's fine and all, but you just had a damn Iron Man match. Where do you go from there? Now you're going to go from an Iron Man match to a regular match, or... 
are they going to do a Hell in a Cell? Or are they going to do a cage match? Are they going to do a ladder match? Maybe they'll do a ladder match. I don't know. But if they keep it as a regular match now, it's kind of anticlimactic, in my opinion. Um, especially coming from an Iron Man match where the fans kind of crapped on that match, too. Um, with the whole buzzer every 10 seconds or whatever they're trying to do. Yeah. It's just a shame. I mean, SummerSlam is going to be in New York, so you're going to have the vocal crowd, so you got to make sure that, that you got to... You got to appease the crowd, right? man. Yep. It, it sucks because... they got to do something with that Roman Reigns match. You yeah. figure it out. I mean, I, I, I could have sworn after the... I think it was the the Balor the Balor McIntyre match, which was something fresh for Raw, which I really enjoyed. I thought that yeah, was gonna, you know, yeah. I thought that was gonna move over to maybe you know even Finn going into that IC contending, you know, like I thought it was gonna be him and Ziggler at SummerSlam. I think that would have been really nice. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that would have been great too. Um, they're gonna do a they're gonna do a rematch. That's what SummerSlam is. So far, it looks like it's just a bunch of rematches. Bunch of rematches, yeah, Another man. One. But it, it shouldn't be like that. SummerSlam should be a um, whole bunch of fresh matches and like the second best card of the year. Yeah, definitely. Because um, when we were growing up, you know, that, that was one thing we were waiting for on our summer vacation from school, you know? Yep, yep. Yeah, I know that's true. And um, I don't know, I, I think... Well, we'll see, we'll see still, because there's still a few weeks left, so they can still add a few things. Maybe they'll throw in Bobby Lashley um, into the main event, which I think they probably still will, because maybe Bobby Lashley will say we're one and one. You know, he'll come out on Raw. I beat you once. You beat me once. Let's go one more time to see who faces Brock, and then maybe it's a draw, and then Kurt Angle just puts them both in. So that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm hoping for head. now. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be the best way. Cause, and then maybe the fans won't crap on it as much because it's three guys, and then you know they can have Roman Reigns on the outside most of the match or whatever. You know? um, I feel you on that, man. Definitely feel you on that. But I don't want to keep you too much because I know you're at, you're at work at the moment. Uh, plug yourself in. Plug your Twitter, Instagram, whatever you have. Oh yeah, I'm at uh, Chandran the Man on Twitter. Um, you can find me there. If not, no big deal. But uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks for having me on. Beautiful thing. You guys have a good day. Yeah, right, you too, brother. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye. Yeah, and that was Chan the Man, Chandran the Man on Twitter. You know, he has a great, great thing going. You know, he had, like I said, he made this chat room called the Family. Everybody treats each other like family, you know. Everybody is there supporting one another and just, you know, talking wrestling, talking what they love. That's why I like to be surrounded by. I like to be surrounded by people that like talking what they love. And what we love is this art of professional wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Just love it. Got another person that I'm going to call right now. And this guy right here has a podcast of his own. Yes, he does. The Ring Crew Report. These guys are from down south. Awesome guys. I've been chatting with these guys for about a year, year and a half, just on wrestling topics. And, you know, we kind of got got a bond over that. His name is Coach Klein. Let's see what's up with Coach Klein. Calling him right now. 
Coach Klein. What's up, McFly? What's going on, my brother? Not a whole lot. Just uh, hanging out on a day off. I feel you. I feel you, my brother. Yo, thank you for dropping in on the pod. 20 hey, by 20 podcast. Me, thank you very much. Uh, yeah. tell, tell our listeners something about yourself, man. Uh, I'm, uh, I myself, I'm a musician down in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I run, or I co-run a podcast uh, in regards to wrestling uh, here soon, as well as baseball and possibly golf. More to come aside from that, I will uh, be mentioning that on Twitter. You can follow me at CoachKlein90. Uh, aside from that, I work at a golf course, been there for eight years, and uh, just looking on to do uh, new things. So I'm uh, going to be making a career change here in the next year, so I'll keep you guys posted on that too. Awesome, awesome, my brother. Yeah, man, um, there's something I really wanted to ask you. You know, I- I'm calling this episode McFly and Friends because, you know, I'm only I'm only reaching out to the people I usually really talk to about the art of pro wrestling. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. the one question I got for people, you know, that, that I'm calling is, what do you think about the product heading into SummerSlam? Like, do you like the booking? Do you see something that's going to be swerved into us? Like, talk to us. What's up? Uh, there's a few things that go into it. I, I can't really give an overall consensus on it. I mean, I could, but it, it might sound a little negative, and I try to not sound that way towards the product. I mean, obviously, I'm going to keep watching it yeah. regardless. Um uh, I would say for booking uh, on the Raw side, not the greatest. On SmackDown, there's some some things I don't like, but especially after last night's episode. Uh, really, really looking forward to some of the stuff heading into uh, SummerSlam. I'm kind of curious to see where Almas and uh, Rusev end up. They had yeah, a me really too. awesome match last night. That I was, t- that yeah, was cool didn't I tell you that, bro? Yeah, yeah. I told yeah. you, man. So I, went, I went back and watched it today, man. It was good I, I had to miss smackdown last night but i, I caught up today um i, I did that because we were supposed to record our episode today and uh had a major technical difficulty so uh, oh, i think sorry to hear that brother i think i think we're gonna have the return of todd fox on friday and he's gonna team up with devo and take care of it while i'm at work but anyway uh so we got randy orton jeff hardy i'm liking where that's going and yes. of course nakamura is tied in there so that's gonna be interesting three-way battle most likely. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, overall, the booking on SmackDown is way better than Raw. I mean, some some things on Raw are really good. I really like where they're going with Kevin Owens and Strowman. Yeah. And making making the uh, briefcase feel like it means something. Because for two years now, it really hasn't meant much. Because Ambrose, Nobody... when, he, when he got it, he cashed it in immediately. And then last year, uh, not, sorry, not Ellsworth. I just see his name right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cor- Corbin. Uh, Corbin got it. And, uh, and, it was a waste. It was a pointless run with the briefcase. Yeah, so, pointless, uh, pointless, man. Yeah. I think the only thing, uh, the only MITB cash-in that I was really, really mad about was, um, uh, what's his name? I just had his name in my mind. It just it just escaped me right now. Um, was they, it a win or a loss? It was a loss. The intellectual guy. Um, uh, Damien Sandow. Damien Sandow. Oh, my God. Yeah. He would have been awesome as champ. Yeah, they, they missed the boat on that one big time. Just on, on his whole career, they, they yeah. really missed on him. Hopefully uh, we'll see him again, you know? That's a shame. Yeah. And, of course, another thing I'm really looking forward to going into SummerSlam, I'm sure everybody is, of course, Miz and Daniel Bryan. I'm looking forward to that match more than the Universal title match, yeah. for sure. 
you know, I'm, I'm kind of over the Lesnar and Reigns thing. I hope this is the end of it coming up. I, it's cool if Lashley's in the mix. It's cool if Strowman's somehow in the mix. But, I mean, I really want to, or whoever ends up with the briefcase between Strowman and KO. But I, I just, I'm kind of tired of that rivalry. I love the Daniel Bryan Miz rivalry. I'm real curious to see what happens with AJ, though, because they don't really have anything going. Uh, with him right now. No, they don't, but they're, they're making it look really good against Samoa Joe. Like, they're Samoa making it look Joe, like... That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, they're if, making if, it look like we, something's okay. gonna happen there. Yeah. Dude, if, if, if it's Samoa Joe and AJ at SummerSlam, I'm good. Yeah, that's like, what it I, is. I, ten years ago, if you told me that that was gonna happen, I wouldn't believe it. No, me either. There's no chance. Wouldn't and they're playing SummerSlam for the WWE title, not the Universal title, not the Intercontinental title, but the prestigious WWE World Heavyweight, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> the title. Yeah, I know. And, and if it's those two going for it, man, that's, that's gold to me. I'd, yeah. I'd watch that over Lesnar and Reigns in a heartbeat. I'm hoping it goes on last, man. I'm, I really do hope it goes on last, but you already know yeah, how. I, I, can't, I can't remember if it was, uh, was it, you guys might have mentioned it. I'm trying to remember who I was listening to a couple weeks ago. They were talking about it, and I hadn't really thought about AJ as champion has never closed a show. No, he hasn't. Or a pay-per-view. Um, at least a pay-per-view. He has not defended his title in the true main event of a pay-per-view which is to me that's just wrong for so many reasons one because it's AJ and two because it's the WWE title like that yeah. should be main eventing most every pay-per-view exactly so, you're, you're yeah, absolutely right bro yeah it's it's frustrating uh, you know I, I'm curious to know why the booking is so it's so mix and match man sometimes it's it's really good and then sometimes it's just like how can I even continue watching this which is a shame I hate ever thinking that but um, you know and it's I don't know and another cool thing to see is what they do with Rousey if she, if she picks up a big win at SummerSlam that's cool uh, it, I wouldn't mind seeing Alexa Bliss get the win there too and kind of just like in that ultimate heel heat because she oh, is man. on fire. Yo, Alexa's on fire, man. Her. She's on fire. I mean, her, her talk game on the mic is, is, is oh, exceptional, yeah. especially to all the other girls that are there. And it, this is crazy because at one point, I thought Sasha Banks was uh, on fire on the mic, and something happened with her. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. She's To me, she's lost a lot of her luster over the last year. Yep, definitely has, man. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I know I know you have a busy schedule. I don't want to keep you. I would just want to thank you for coming on the show and just talking to me for a couple minutes. I really appreciate that. If you ever yeah, need the boys from 20 by 20, you know I, you know what? We need, to do, we need to do a prediction show. How do yeah. you feel about that? Uh, hey, hey, I'm I'm down, man. Uh, just send me and Devo a message, and maybe Todd if he can get available. We'll also have a couple other guys kind of getting involved here and there with us a little bit here soon. Awesome. Um, uh, from other former podcasts and other guys getting into it. I did want to say, uh, Summer Slam is on my 28th birthday this year, so you guys live it up with me. Just holler at me; I'll be having a good time. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, brother. I'll, uh, I only wish you a good time on your birthday, brother. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me on. Definitely, definitely. I got to have the fam on. You already know. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, brother. Take care and have a good one. You heard? You too. All right, brother. Bye. That right there was Coach Klein of the Ring Crew Report. These guys are on the move. I'm telling you. Click on their podcast. They're on iTunes. Subscribe. Download. 
They're doing big things, man. They're doing big things, and they got a great show. They have great content, and they talk just like us, just like fans. You know what I'm saying? Just like fans. The next person I'm going to call, I got a couple of friends, man. I'm telling you. Got a couple of friends within this uh, wrestling community, this IWC that people talk about. I got a couple of friends, man. So the next guy I'm calling is my boy Wells. He hosts a podcast called Wells Mania on YouTube. This guy is full of energy, full of fun. And I'm hoping he tells you a little something about uh, Mega Mondo. <laughs> I don't want to say too much. I'll let him do the talking. I'm going to call him up right now. See what my boy Wells is doing. Guess for guess my boys uh busy. <laughs> oh man, didn't go through. Let's try again. We'll just check back on Wells. <laughs> we'll check back on him in a bit. But um, I hope you guys are enjoying the show right now. You know, like I said, it's Nathan McFly and friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here. I'm Dolo. LP's out. OT on his excursion. My boy Bing is out in the streets. Woodrow is agrafing something right now. You know what I'm saying? AKA Big Papa Dios. Holla if you hear him. You know? But, yeah, man. I mean, everything is rolling in. Everything is looking great for SummerSlam. I mean, at least on the SmackDown side. The SmackDown side is trying to give us something for us to be really excited about. And I'm really liking that. But I got another person on the line that I'm going to call. And he's been on the pod before, my boy Dan Poltz from Rassle Rap. He's got a lot of big things going on, got a lot of things all over the place. This guy's all over the place. Like he told you on our pod, he's been doing this for a while with the music and the wrestling and all that. Let's give him a call. Let's see what's up. Yeah. Yeah. My boy. What up, dog? What's going on, baby? Same old shit. Same old shit, different day, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes, and if you don't know, I just told you I'll call my boy Dan Poltz. He family now. He part of the 20 by 20 family. This is my boy right here. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> But, yo, man, thank you, thank you for um, blessing us with your presence on this show again. What's going on, baby? 
shit, man. Just, just fucking blessed to be here, you know what I'm saying? Nah, definitely, definitely blessed to see another day, you know? Absolutely. But, um, yo, you got something big in the works. Can we, uh, can we tell the listeners something, man? Come on. Don't hide it. Oh, you talking about the Fresh Mint? I'm talking the about the Fresh Mint, my nigga. What up? Man, I opened a merch shop with what a maneuver. There you go. There you go. Let them know where they can get that, man. Plug it in right now. Let them know. It'd be www.whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash the Fresh Mint. There you go. Go get yes, that sir. fresh mint. He got a yo. He got that a money cash out. Holes. Money cash holes. Money cash holes. What? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, yo. That shirt is mean, my brother. And yes, it come sir. in hoodies. You, could, I think you could get a bib too, right? A bib or a onesie? What is you that? You can get a baby onesie, son. Oh, onesie. What? Imagine, imagine your kid strolling through the park with that onesie, and so, and exactly. another six month year old kid's trying to test them. Yeah, all right. That ain't gonna go right. That ain't gonna go right. <laughs> nah, not at all. But yo, once again, man, thanks for coming on, man. You already know. I'm calling this one McFly and Friends. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm dolo on this one right now. My boy LP. LP, he OT right now, man. He down he down south right now, you know, enjoying life. My oh, my shit. boy, you know, my boy Woodrow, AK, Big Papa Dios. Don't get him mistaken with Big Big Papa Pump. He's doing it. He's doing. He's doing some things right now. So you know, I had to take over the. I had to take over the realms. We're not at the twenty by twenty stadium. We at the Sportatorium right now. You know what I'm saying? I got you. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I, I gotta call. I gotta call the friends. I gotta call the family. See how they doing, and you know, talk about this thing that we love of pro wrestling, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yo, listen. I know you've been talking to me about the G1 a lot. I told you I'm trying to binge watch that. Like, I've seen a couple of matches and all that good stuff. I'm trying to binge watch that. But to be honest, there's, a, there's big news out on the WWE front. All uh, women's pay-per-view, first time ever. Yo, how do you think that's going to change the game? Like, not only with the WWE, but other, other promotions out there. Like, do you see them trying to do it? Or do you see them falling back because they don't have, like, the means or the funds to do it? Like, what's up? Well, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of promotions out there um, that have done it. Yeah. On a, a smaller scale. Okay. Um, like indie promotions. Uh, I know there's an all-women's uh, promotion called Shimmer. Oh, Shimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. And I think there is one in Japan that's all-women but I think, I mean, when you take the biggest professional wrestling company slash sports entertainment company in the world and you take 50 plus women from the WWE main roster, NXT, and I'm sure they'll be pulling the indie girls because they got to oh, yeah. be 50 plus, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're going to pull in the girls from um, the NXT stage. UK. And fucking New York City. Woof. Man, I think it's going to be big. I think that the support is going to be there, as it should, because these women out here have been busting their ass for a long time. Long time, brother. To, to get this spot. 
and they licking them chops because they hungry. Are they hungry, they my brother. To, they about to eat, dog. So, check this out. I seen something on, um, I think it was on Instagram or Bleach Report. I'm not, I'm not sure. But Mickey James is talking about she would love to have a match with Trish Stratus at the pay-per-view. But what I thought was, we've seen stuff like that before. I mean, I know the new generation yeah, they ain't really seen it. But why not have what some people would have called a dream match? Like, why not have Trish go against Alexa? Why not have Lita go against Sasha Banks? Mm. Can Lita go, though? Like, her neck is fucked. I, her neck, yeah, I know her neck is fucked, but, yo, like, she, she's always she's always training. She's always doing something. Like, she doesn't have to take big bumps and do anything. You already know Sasha will take the bumps. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? She'll make it look Lita's good. Gonna, if Lita's going to wrestle Sasha, I'd rather it be a banger. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I feel you. But what about Trish versus Alexa, though? Yeah, Bliss Stratus? What? We're doing Emilio, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Emilio Sparks. Yes, sir. I just feel like Man. with this this um this pay per view, they really really need to have one of those matches. You know what I'm saying? Something that is not going to be seen ever again. They have a ch- they have a chance now. Look at look at Trish the way she looked at the Rumble, B. Oh, she looks great. She's oh my great God. Shape. Great shape. Great shape. I feel like she could go a good 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't doubt that. So I feel like they should do something like that. And the thing that caught me was seeing all these females on the stage. Right? And I'm like, wow. I'm like, holy shit. Like, the WWE has a great roster of women. It's just they're just broken up into brands. And they're going to bring them in all for one pay-per-view. I looked at it. I was like, yo, they can have tag teams. 100%. They, you know? they should have actually used that pay-per-view to uh, deliver women's tag team titles. E- either that or a new single title for them because there's too many of them. And just let them let them rock it through all the brands. Let them go through all the brands, wrestling all through all that. Just like, just like how like these old school guys used to go through all the territories and, and you know, have their chip with them and like, yo, listen, who, who want to crack at this? You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, I feel you. Yeah, like I feel like that that could bring everything together, even though everything's a separate brand. It could still bring it together just by that, by that chip, that title that they're holding around their waist. A new a new singles title for the ladies, a tag team title. Hey, listen. Sasha, Sasha and Bailey look good together as a tag team, you know. Yeah, but I'm still trying to get them to spaz on each other one more time. Yo, if they spaz on each other one more time, it's a, it's a wrap. Like they they're gonna have to be put into a steel cage and go and go ape. <laughs> That's it. Man, we were spoiled when they had that Brooklyn match, you know. No, no, we were we were more than spoiled, bro, over there, bro. Yo, they they definitely stole it. Fire. They stole it. They stole it, my brother. Yo, but um, I actually, I actually uh, put a picture of this on Twitter. Yo, people really like hacking pages right now. People just went into Adam Cole's page and just took it over. Yeah, he didn't even know. For like, I don't even know if he. I haven't checked his Twitter, but I have a feeling he was probably pretty surprised when he hopped on. <laughs> yeah, because it was. It looked like some like you know like some. 
Arabic kids just just fucking around. Like, yo, you saw like they had they had the picture as the default. And it's just a whole bunch of dudes there, like, uh, you know, just like thugging it out. And I'm like, oh wow. And then they're like, yo, follow this page, follow that page. And I'm like, oh my god, that's crazy. Like niggas is like really thirsty for follows out here. They got beef with Vice too, apparently. Yeah, you seen that? Oh man, that that was yeah. that that was amazing. That right there, that was some heelish shit right there. That was wild. I was like, man, we got some <laughs> Samaro fans on this motherfucker. What? <laughs> Yo, shout out to Do Samaro. They got a great show on Vice, man. Hell yeah. That should keep now me up late at night, time. man. That should keep me up late at night. But uh, back to um, back to Raw, you know, because that's where they had the announcement for the women's pay per view. I really like the way they opened up, and they 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 showed uh, an importance of the fans, like yo, because of the fans and their their vocal and being vocal and starting the hashtag that like give the divas a chance. They started doing all this stuff with all the females, and I feel like. Them showing that and then them showing respect to the females, putting in the work and all that. I feel like it was it was it was coming, you know what I mean? Like and I feel like the fans should just, you know, actually appreciate that and love it because like yo, it's not it's not all the time a big company is gonna give props to the fans. You don't see you don't see that at a at a Nick game, you don't see that at a Yankee game too much, you don't see that at any any sports arena, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, man. Like, it, it was it was just an amazing to see. And I just, I'm just hoping for the best on that one. But going into Raw, did you did you get to watch Raw? Yeah, I got to watch Raw. All right. What stuck out to you about Raw? I mean, honestly, the way they kicked it off with the announcement, like... That shit was that wave. Vince that was man. wave right there, right? I like that Vince McMahon showed up because when he showed up, it automatically... Has like this level of utmost importance when like the guy that that made this all happen like for us yep. so many years shows up to big up ski the women man and you had Triple H and Stephanie all three in the same ring uh I'm it got me instantly excited for this yeah man and, and I'm I'm out here in New York so you already know I'm copping a ticket hell yeah and I was in like, I wasn't even planning on it because my big plans is just going to Mania. You feel what I'm saying? But now they got that. They got they throwing that on me. They throwing NXT. Now they want to give me AJ versus Samoa at SummerSlam. I wasn't even thinking about going to SummerSlam. Yo, <laughs> come on, man. Motherfuckers just want my money. <laughs> but I'm glad. And, man, like, I was actually thinking about going to Bound for Glory in yes. early October. In New York City, but now I'm like, I kind of want to just go rock with the women, you know? Like, yeah, man, it's like it's I like a week after back. it. Is either days? I got them. Yeah, yo, dude, I don't know if it's the week after or the week of. I don't know if they're a couple of days apart or is it just the week uh, after it. I think Bound uh, of Glory, Bound for Glory, is like October eighth. Or something, and then that is like October, like October twenty eighth. So it's like beginning and end of the month. Ah, oh, got you, got you. But then the WWE comes out with this fucking two K package, one hundred twenty dollars. Ric Flair, did you see this shit? Nah, I haven't seen it. Talk to me about it, bro. Yeah. 
So the 2K19 has this $120 version, but it comes with this 80s style Funko Pop of Ric Flair with the no. big, big gold belt. And then you get a replica Ric Flair Hall of Fame ring. No. Yeah, you get two plaques with pieces, <laughs> with two pieces of his uh, uh, robes on them, um, and like you get like all this other sh- dude. It's like, the, like I've seen a lot of bundles come out, and if I was ever gonna spend 120 bucks, it's on this shit. Wow, dude! And you know like, what? That even sounds like a deal. Yeah, it's 100 percent a deal. Oh man, yo. They know they know like how to take the money out the wallet, B. Yo, they know how to take the money out the wallet. They know how to come for that. Like, yo, yo, yeah. run. You know what? Run that. Run them 120 real quick. I need that. Exactly. Oh, man. Shout out to WWE on that one, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But um, one thing that actually stood out to me about Raw was... A fresh match between Finn and McIntyre. I thought that match was dope. It was going into something. I felt like it was leading into a, a story where Ziggler comes in and it's him and Finn and them, you know, them boys are gonna go and rock at WrestleMania. I mean, the WrestleMania. You hear me? At SummerSlam for for the IC title, and then I get Seth versus Ziggler again. I mean, I. Yeah, I'm cool with it. You cool with it? Yeah, because I know that they'll unload the clip at SummerSlam. Hopefully, because you know what? The boy Seth was up 3-0. He was up 3-0, and he ended up losing, bro. And I hate to say this because I ain't a Yankee hater. I'm a Mets fan, but I ain't a Yankee hater. But he looked like the Yankees out there against the Boston Red Sox, my boy. Man, that was my exact thought, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yo, I'm looking at I'm like, oh, come on. Because Dolph's going to win at SummerSlam, so Dolph's going to get a big win. And then Seth is going to close his Intercontinental title chapter. And then hopefully he's stepping up to take on, I guess. I'm assuming Roman Reigns is finally getting the strap. He has to, bro. But the thing is, if he gets the strap, I think, I mean... Of course, per Emilio Emilio Sparks, if Brock don't got the strap, that means AJ don't got the strap, right? Right. And that that'll kind of hurt because I want AJ to go to that year mark. I feel like his championship run actually meant something, and it's been a while since the WWE actually had a championship run that meant something. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm I'm talking about. Nothing's really meant anything since, to me, to be honest with you, since the John Cena Open Challenge when he had the U.S. Championship. That shit was lit. That shit was fire, B. And then Kevin Owens came and destroyed the party. What? <laughs> Come on now. That was fire. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Cena beat AJ at WrestleMania for the title to get number 17. Oof, oof. Nah, 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 nah. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. My it's boy, my boy. Yeah, but my boy AJ don't don't deserve that. He deserves to get his nice Mania main event win, not a Mania seventh on the card win. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. 
Yeah, man. Nah, nah, nah. They, yo, they have to have AJ. Be, how does how isn't AJ the main event? That's that's the shit that I don't want to understand. Like, how is he not the fucking main event? He's the WWE champion. He's not the Universal champion. He's not the IC champ. He is the WWE champion. This dude is supposed to headline and main event all the PPVs, bro. And he's not. Ever since he has that title, I can't recall a pay-per-view that he headlined. Shit, look at CM Punk. Same shit happened to him. That yo, dude, that's that's some bullshit, B. I understand, you know, you're cool with it because you you're in the line like you're there. Everybody know you the shit. But don't you, you know, I I know inside he's like, I want to be the main event. I deserve to be the main event, and he he's not wrong for that either. You know what I'm saying? Nah, he's not wrong at if, all. If, if, he, if he feels that way. I'm not saying he does. I'm just saying if he feels that way. You know Roman and Brock's headline on SummerSlam, though. Oh, my Has God. If they do, bro. They, yo, if they do, that roof's going to blow off. And to be honest with you, it's not going to be even beach balls. I'm telling you. You know what they're going to do just to fuck with the match? You know them stringers that they be throwing in the ROH matches and shit like that? Oh, man. The streamers? Yo, dude. <laughs> they're going to throw the streamers... During the match. They're going to throw the streamers during the match. Somebody's going to be over there with like about 150 pancakes throwing it. Yo, it's, <laughs> it, it's going to... Yo, dude, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. I, I, I can oh, see a beer. Good. I can see a beer being tossed. And in those arenas now, they got pla they got plastic bottles and all that. Yeah, shit going to get tossed, bro. Yeah, I mean, personally, I would be straight with AJ and Samoa Joe. Closing that bitch out. That should be fire, bro. And I went to Backlash, and I feel like the crowd forgot the fact that Samoa Joe was headlining a pay-per-view event just because they hated Roman so much. It was ridiculous. To me, it was ridiculous. It but, is um, just wild, man. Another thing about Raw, the B team. I actually like that they beat uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt and retained. I want them guys to go. I want them guys to go on a nice little run. They're like a nice little goofy team you could just cheer for. Yeah, man. They uh, I like it. They're like scorching hot right now. Oh, definitely. So, I hope that they continue to do their thing because it's good, you know. But if you gotta have that comic relief. No, of course you definitely need that. You know, and I feel like we shouldn't have like you like you said earlier. And a couple of people I talked to, how the Raw brand is being really repetitive with all the matches coming into SummerSlam. With this one, they could go a different route. And the route I was thinking was, they could go the Revival route. Now, hear me out on this one. The Revival actually had a nice little flow going through when they were beating Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, and all that as tag team. You know, they got a little something going through. What they need to do is just have them come out for the next Raw. Talking they talk, walking they walk, and, you know, just presenting a challenge to them. And if the brand doesn't really believe in, you know, the B team doing it for a couple of months or after SummerSlam, put them joints on the Revival. Let the Revival hold them titles down. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with that. 
They still got three and a half weeks until SummerSlam. They yeah, could do something. And they, and they could use them for a while. Hell yeah, yo, they could they could just start the rivalry right now off of Twitter, off of Instagram, just talking, and that's all they do is talk. Like let them talk, let them let them call them out. The B team is on a high right now. Let them lose because they're on a high. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, that's how I feel about the the Raw Tag Team Division. But, you know, my boy Elias got the top five album on on iTunes, the soundtrack chart. He out here. Gosh, he's wow. out here with his EP, just chilling. He eclipsed <laughs> the Carters, bro. <laughs> Yo, man, Elias with an album. I was hoping and waiting for it, and it actually happened. Yo, I met him in Philly. Because we were at the same, we stayed at the same hotel. Okay. Uh, when he was still in NXT as the Drifter. Oh, okay, and nice. I'll tell you how far back this was. Uh, a house show, and it was Austin Aries' first appearance in NXT ring. Mm, okay. Uh, so it was like 2015. Finn was still cha- Finn was still there. Um, Bailey was still there. Uh. And I met Elias, and he was, like, the nicest dude ever. And it was kind of like, yo, you recognize me? That's dope. You know, like, I never thought when I met this dude that he was going to be this big on the main roster. I had no clue nope. am I. I was like, I would have told you you're fucking high. Like, I would have been like, nah, man, get off that horse. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely, definitely. I understand that because when I seen him on NXT, it, he was nothing, you know, Nothing to really like invest in, but right. as soon as he came to the main roster, he did the drifter thing, just going by while while people were doing promos, and people were actually giving him attention. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, you know, this could work on the main roster. It could work on NXT. It's not gonna work because people are just are are just focused on what's happening in the ring. And I knew it in the main roster to work, but then when he they gave him that time to come on to come on the stage. In the ring, and shoot his shit about cities. I was like, "Yo, this guy's gonna be a star, bro." Dude, I got two Elias shirts, my man. <laughs> and many a week when he just randomly played the open mic or whatever at the bar, yeah, or whatever. Like that shit was nuts. Like he drew a crowd. Like people were going nuts. Wow! Look like, at that! Man. Look at that! That, that's amazing. I'm, I'm I'm really glad that he's getting you know he's getting his push. He's getting his due diligence, bro, because he works hard, and he should have been definitely in a mid mid card title range. I don't know what's going on, but hopefully they got something going in for him. You know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because he could almost thrive without a strap. You know. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's one of those wrestlers that don't need it. But I hate to say I hate to say that they don't need it because you know what I know that that's an accolade they they would want you know like they would love to say like I was once IC champ I was once you know WWE champ Universal champ US whatever it may be you know what I mean like I'm pretty sure they say that to themselves. But um another thing, what do you think about Kevin's Kevin Owens scheming on that scheming on that briefcase? I like it. 
I love it, my boy. I love I like that, that shit. <laughs> I love. It. I just hope it's not. It's not a casualty of fifty-fifty booking, cause he he won the last match at the last pay-per-view. I mean, he didn't really win it, but he did because he got thrown off the shit. But the whole time, they um I forgot who was saying it on Twitter the whole time, throughout the whole steel cage match, all he was doing was actually giving props to the other people in steel cage matches like that. Did you see that? Yeah, I think that they're slowly getting him in, back into this like maniacal motherfucker. You know, yeah. Like, Yep. Like this bad ass, like, I'll do anything for my family. I don't give a fuck about you. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, type deal. And I'm cool with that. That's amazing. That. That's amazing. I love I love to see Kevin Owens wins because he's such a great heel. And him with a belt, he's just, it just makes him even better. Like, when he had that I'm, universal title, that that was just amazing to me. That whole, that whole really ride he had. if he's going to fucking win that briefcase. If he wins that briefcase, he's gonna he's gonna cash in on Roman. And I think it's Strowman gonna Roman doesn't need it, right? You know, no 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 Strowman don't need it. Ron does not need to tie this fucking money in the bank. He can beat whoever he wants anytime he wants to beat him. To me, Strowman don't need that. He doesn't need it. It makes no sense for him even winning the briefcase. He doesn't need it. And with Owens with Owens and the briefcase then comes in, then comes in uh, a different picture, and this is what I thought. I was like, "Yo, listen, Owens wins the briefcase. Reigns is definitely winning. They're gonna treat Reigns the way they treat Daniel Bryan." Nah, hear me out though. All right, I'm gonna hear you out. I'm gonna hear you out. That's what I thought, but I'm gonna hear you out. What if Brock beats Roman after Kevin Owens won the briefcase, and everybody's like, "Fuck." We got to go so long without having the fucking title on the show again. And then all of a sudden, Kevin Owens cashes in on a beat-up Brock Lesnar, beats Brock to bring the title home in Brooklyn to close the show. Yes. Yes. Yo, that shit would be nuclear, in my opinion. Yo, the roof will blow off and in a good way. Hell yeah. In a good way, bro. Because Roman's already been fucked like that before, so I don't think doing it again would. But, like... He's been fucked Brock three Lester, times. How about that? <laughs> some humble pie to, to end SummerSlam would be perfect. I think, yo, and you know why? You know why I want that to happen? Because the last time Brock was going to go to UFC and he had, that, he had that match with Goldberg, he fucked it up because he didn't care. And, like, you could tell, like, he doesn't really care, bro. He cares about the bread. He knows he knows that he's a marquee athlete. He knows that people's going to want him to make money. So he doesn't give a shit. Right. You know, like, yeah. he does and I, I don't blame him for that because he built himself up to that. Yeah, he's done a great job doing that. Because he's a real-life badass. Yeah, like, yeah. Not Yo, very many people are gonna be able to fucking fight Brock Lesnar. And you know, you know who I think, bro. For uh, Cormier, bro. DC, DC, man. And this oh, is on some U- UFC joint, but Yo, I think DC could to could give it a Brock. Look, if they were smart, they would have Daniel Cormier at SummerSlam to interfere in that shit. 
And then have Kevin Owens come down, win the shit. Because uh, Brock is usually very dominant in Explosion. SummerSlam. Explosion. Oh, he, man. He beat The Rock in 02 for the first title. And then he had the su- Suplex City birth against Cena at SummerSlam, where he just suplexed him like 30 times. Yes. Pinned him. Like, he broke Triple H's fucking arm at SummerSlam, I Yo. believe. Like, SummerSlam is a Brock Lesnar event. And to have him go down. Dude, dude, dude. What you just told me, this is what it sounds like right now. Because this shit was so hot. (laughs) My man, that was pure fire, pure genius in booking right there. Somebody give me a job. Please, please. (laughs) Please. You know, we're going to open up our own federation, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. That would be crazy. Oh, my God. Yo, definitely, man. That Definitely something something to see and think about right there. And let's see, let's see. Uh, SmackDown. Were you able to see SmackDown? Nah, I didn't get a chance to see SmackDown, but I, I know what. I got the Boss. points of what happened. Yeah. Boss. Tell you right now, when they have Randy Orton being himself, he is not only the best heel, but he is the best worker on the mic. Man, he killed it with the with the promo. I saw, I watched that. The promo. one, the one thing that I loved about it is that everything he's been talking about in social media. Like, just him talking shit about the flips and the dives and the two sweets and all that stuff, and he incorporated it into the promo. Genius. Genius. I felt like they told him, here's the mic, run with it. That couldn't be scripted, bro. That could not be scripted. I saw somebody tweeted Cody and was like, you better cuss Randy out. He was like, for what? He was like, because of him, I made... My first million yeah. when I was 24. It's like, I owe everything to Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, wait, hold on. But that person was like, yo, wait, hold on. I thought you made I thought you made a million on the Indies. He's like, so you're lying about your pay? And oh, then wow. that's what, yeah, yeah. And that's when he came back saying, he's like, yo, listen. He's like, why would I lie about my pay? He's like, I just told you I made a mil. I'm not saying that was my first mil. There's no way that was Cody's first mil, bro. Nah, hell no. He's definitely made. A, a lot of money on the indies. No, yeah, yeah. he's all for merch and just being being there at the shows. And he, you know, he was getting that check when he did the arrow, and he's going back to do that more arrow. Yeah, and, and, get, and guess what? The, the biggest company in the world got him that shit. Hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? One hundred percent. But yeah, man, Randy with just Randy being himself, and then now he calls himself the legend instead of the legend killer. Oof. Yeah, full circle, dog. Yo, full circle. Like he's coming in, and he he's coming for next right now, bro. Like he he's not he's not playing no games. I like that. To be honest with you, if this character builds to something, and it builds like to something that people hate, bro, let him. I hate to say it because I just told you about Styles. Let him beat Styles for the chip on some heel shit. Just like on some I don't give a fuck shit, and it would go over. What do you think about that? 
Yo, if you get if you get Randy Orton to be this monster piece of shit that everybody hates, and then you have that's like the perfect window for babyface John Cena to return to challenge him for the big title. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I feel like then he get his seventeenth right there, and he man. could just leave, bro. Yeah, he could just leave. Cause to be honest I with don't you, think he's ever leaving. To be honest no. with you, when when Daniel Bryan needed somebody around, and then they brought back Kane, I was like, oh man, you I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is the perfect way for John Cena to come back, cause they they basically family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Imagine him coming back for something like that. That would that would have been dope. And then having them two run with the tag. Imagine having, like yo, dude. Imagine having. Daniel Bryan and John Cena running with the tag team titles for a couple of months. Good God. You know what I'm saying, bro? And just have like a dope team. The Bella Boys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just having a dope team and come and take it from them at Mania. And the dope teams I'm thinking about, to be honest with you, is either the Usos or the Bros. I'm not talking about the Bludgeon Brothers. I'm talking about them good brothers. Man, yeah. Carl Anderson. Yo, like, either, like, do, man, do something with them. Because Carl Anderson can go as a singles competitor. Like, he's yeah. been the G1. He's been the IWGP. I don't know if he's been that world champion, but I know he's been. No, he hasn't been the world champ. Intercontinental, I believe, he held that. All right, we're, we're going to go but to the Googles way, on like, that one. That man can go. You know, I, no, I'm he could go. He could go. He's a, but you I know what it is? He's known. He's known as a, as a tag team specialist, basically. He, he got the, he got the, the Arn Anderson in him. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. 100%. You got the Arn Anderson in him. I mean, in New Japan, he won the the tag team championship four times. Once with uh, Giant Bernard, who is uh, this guy. What's his name? The guy that's over there at the Performance Center right now. Oh, Prince Albert. Prince Albert, yes. He won oh, it he one time with him, three times with title. Gallows. No, he didn't win a single title at New Japan. Well, fuck. Yeah, man. I mean, he's he's worth he's worth it, but I think that they should win those SmackDown tag tag titles because they are over, bro. Yo, for them not even to be on TV and still selling merch should say something. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I agree, 100%. It should say something about it. Social media helps with that a lot too. Yeah, man. Plus, so, they already had like a massive following. I mean, they're having a. If I'm not mistaken, oh, they're not even in it, bro. It's gonna be the Bar versus the Usos to see who takes on the New Day, and then the winner from that goes on to take the Bludgeon Brothers at SummerSlam. I think it's gonna be the Usos. I think they're gonna win the titles at SummerSlam. That'd be dope. I fucks with the Usos, bro. I'm just waiting for the thought I've been having in my head for like two years already. I'm waiting 
for the WWE just to go to New Japan and be like, yo, listen, give me G.O.D. I'm going to give you this amount of money. Give me them niggas because I got a faction that I need to form. And <laughs> these motherfuckers, yo, I've been on this for so, so long, bro, so long. And I'll be like, yo, imagine a faction with G.O.D., Roman Reigns, the Usos, and Big Fine. God damn. Them motherfuckers are going to run shit like the NWO for at least seven months, bro. Well, uh, Tama and Roman have been... Yeah, you seen that, right? Thing, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, Tama, Tama's a G, bro. Tama's Just a G. so funny. He's a G, 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 G. I watched that promo. I was like, this motherfucker quoting plies. Yo, Plies, out of all peoples? Yeah. He's called Plies, bro. I can't argue with you. You man. <laughs> you big man. He's like, you a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ass muffins. What he called Juice Robinson. God damn. Yo, yo, shout out to Tamatanga, bro. Best shout heel in out. the whole industry. Farm squad. Yo, oh, now that we on that, now that we on that, how about AJ Styles basically confirming that he gave Tama the go to do what he's doing right now? That is tight. Yo, there's something there, man. I'm telling you, bro, there's something there, man. There's no... Like some, like... Lowest of keys, like, yes. Conspiracy theory that WWE and New Japan are cooking something up. Yes. You think they're gonna let them work the garden? God damn, bro. Do you know how, dude? Do you understand? Jesus Christ, right? <laughs> Twitter would be insane. Yo, my man, do you understand that they're letting them work the garden? There's no way after after Vince. Flex his Thanos rings, bro. You think he's going to let the motherfuckers just go and run the garden? That's wild. Do you think he's going to really let them go and run the garden? Have a great show on the same night as NXT's having their takeover? Man, Triple H going to shit on him. No, no, yo, yo, I'm telling you right now, something's <laughs> happening. Something's broiling, kid. Something is going nuts. I mean, that, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. But, I mean, I would be down. I just want to see the clown dick virgins of Twitter <laughs> that, that hate the WWE and just are all, like, above it, like, like the Dave Meltzers who just love New Japan, yeah. to see this collaboration happen, and just see how mad they get. Or and how then what? What are they look. gonna say after that? What are they gonna nothing. say? What kind of hate they're gonna say? Can't. There's nothing to say after that. Can't do it. Oh man, yo, Dan, my boy, thank you for everything, bro. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for being a part of the pod for the second time. Truly yes, appreciate it. Like I said in the beginning, bro, you fan, my brother. My Anything man. you need from this side, on the New York side, there's not in Staten Island, but in Queens, we got uh, you, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Emilio. You already know, man. Yo, I, yes, I love you guys' podcast. 
You guys keep bringing the heat every Saturday. And I love that. Appreciate that. Definitely, bro. And everybody Tell out there. Go buy that shirt. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Everybody <laughs> out there, please, please, please go. Fresh mint. And cop that shirt. Money cash holds. At yes, what the maneuver. Am I right or wrong? What the maneuver? What, what a maneuver, yeah. Oh, what, what a maneuver. maneuver. What a maneuver. They got some fire over there. Check so please, me out. Go to Fresh Mints. Dan Pultz. Wrestle Rap, my brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right, my brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Easy, my brother. All right, all right. Wow, this podcast actually ran a little longer than what I thought it was going to run. But I actually want to call my boy Wells. He actually texted me when I was talking to Dan. Couldn't really reach out to him. I'm going to reach out to him right now. Let's see what he says. Wells! I'm here, I'm here. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, my brother. (laughs) I truly appreciate it, man, that you picked up the call, man. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate you uh, calling me. No, definitely, definitely. You know, yo, listen. We met within this wrestling community. You know, the IWC is is what they like to call it. And, yo, dude, I love love everything you're doing. Please plug yourself in. Let people know who, who you are and what you're about. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, like you said, the IWC, we're, we're all a family. And that's how I met you. That's how I've met thousands of other wrestling fans. And Wells Mania is where you can find me on Twitter. Wells Mania is where you can find me on YouTube. I, I do it for the Instagram at Wells Mania as well. So it's Wells Mania across the board. Running wild, baby. <laughs> Running wild. <laughs> that's what's up, man. And there's something that I said earlier. Um, about somebody that's really mega. You want to inform, yeah. inform him about that person? I sure will. Uh, I'm, I'm friends with a wrestler named <laughs> Mega Mondo. Okay, I'm going to break kayfabe. I am Mega Mondo, all right? <laughs> uh, I've been, uh, you know, I got approached in the gym. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, so. Okay. Yeah, I was in the gym one day, and these guys kind of overheard me talking about wrestling. So then they approached me, and they asked me if I ever have been in the ring before. And I said during my mid-20s, I tried it out, but I just wasn't in the right mindset. Well, here I am at 31 now, and I'm in the right mindset because I realize I don't have a lot of time left being this young and being able to take the bumps that you take when you're inside the wrestling ring. Gotcha. So they recruited me for Wrestle With This, which you can also check out on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, my character is Mega Mondo, and he is quite the character. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've I, I seen it on Smash Mouth, man. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing what I've seen, what you guys have been going through. Like, it's it's an awesome, awesome thing. I really love it, and I enjoy it. So, Wells, the one thing I wanted to ask you about is... One of the biggest news in pro wrestling, as as it is, is this big, big pay-per-view event they have that's only women. Give me yeah. your take on that. I love it. I love it. 
love it. It's been a long time coming. The uh, It's called Evolution, for those who don't know. Now you do know. It's called Evolution. And I'm sure your listeners are already well aware of when it is. But in case they don't, it's on October 28th of this year. And we have been seeing the women's revolution evolve. And I can go all the way back to the Miss Elizabeth days Yes, of seeing her. She was like the first woman that I recall in WWF at the time. And then seeing where she was being Macho Man Rain. Oh, yeah. Macho Man's ballet. Yeah. Dig it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's a uh, you're wearing a Macho Man uh, cape in your Twitter picture. Yeah, I'm of sure. course, bro. That's one of yeah. my favorites of all time, right there. Definitely. So you know that was the first time that I ever saw a a woman in the wrestling world. Well, man, it evolved into the Attitude Era when all of a sudden you know Trish Stratus and Lita, Terry Runnels and China and yep. all of and, and you know Jacqueline. All of these women just started like actually. And I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I forgot about Alundra Blaze and Bulacano oh, and Bulacan and all of them. Yeah, yeah. So you know that was the first time that I started seeing women wrestle in the ring and not just be managers or valets. And then all of a sudden, it's just it's just been evolving over the past couple decades. And here we are in 2018, finally getting. The all women's pay per view, and brother, I couldn't be any more excited than I am for it. Especially when they, when Stephanie announced that there's going to be over 50 women, then now forever, that will be in attendance for that show. So, do you think that that's like a hint in towards the tag team matches, the tag team belts? <laughs> I really hope so. Uh, I I have been tweeting about this for a couple months now. I've seen it. I've seen it, my brother. Yeah, and I, I, I think that it would be awesome to debut the women's tag team titles. And I'm, I'm holding out hope that they're going to swerve us and debut <laughs> them at this pay-per-view. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a long time coming for the women's tag team titles. And you could mix them, too, you know, because now that they've got Raw and SmackDown uh, cross-branding at the pay-per-view shows. Yeah. You can you can just uh, flip-flop. You can have women from SmackDown go up against women from Raw. Exactly. And put the, t- the tag team titles on the line. So, yeah. sure, the titles can jump from Raw to SmackDown. I'm cool and with then that. They're and also, they're also talking about, you know, having the the women from NXT, NXT UK. I mean, they, yeah. they could go across all brands and just battle for the title. It'd be really, really awesome. It'll be amazing. It'll be an amazing thing. And then there's one thing that I was talking to actually with one of my boys. His name is Daniel Poltz. He's from the Wrestle Rap podcast. I don't know if you heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of Wrestle Rap. Yeah, yeah. So he's from there. And I was telling him, I was like, what if they would have what they would call a dream match? You know, like, what if they would have a Trish Stratus versus an Alexa Bliss? Man, man, I, I, I've got, you can't see this, but uh, I've got goosebumps right now. Because <laughs> uh, you you know, you know Trish Stratus can still go yes. in the ring. You saw her at the Rumble, right? Absolutely. So, She's you mean, looking yes, great. She got in there, had the cool moment with Mickey James, got the yep. little pop going. 
Yeah, first of all, I'm glad you brought that up because I had been clamoring for a women's Royal Rumble. And not one of those battle royals where you get all the women in the ring at the same time. Those are cool. But, man, I was wanting and begging and tweeting WWE, Vince, and Triple H, and Stephanie, can we please get an all-women's 30 women's Royal Rumble event at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view? And finally, we got it this past January. And, yeah, man, you brought Trish Stratus back. That was awesome. And, of course, you know, Lita, Lita can still go in the ring, too, you know, barring neck injuries. So she's yeah. got to be careful what spot she's I mean, she's doing. there was another match that I actually had, but, you know, I was, you know, one of my boys was telling me, like, I don't know because they had neck injuries. Like, I thought it would be awesome was Lita versus Sasha Banks. Yeah, yeah, that that would be a really cool match. And, <laughs> and uh, it, 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 like you hinted on, injuries suck because you want yeah, the man. wrestlers to always be safe and especially with the neck. The neck is nothing to mess with, and that's why, unfortunately, we lost Edge to yeah. in-ring action. Yeah, man. And we were very lucky that we got Daniel Bryan back. So if Lita's going to compete, I'm all for it, but she needs to be extremely careful, her and her opponent, in yes. the ring with her. And that's what that was one of my one of my things. I was like, most of the bumps from anybody that's seen a Sasha Banks match, she'll take those bumps, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sasha's definitely not afraid to put her body on the line and I love man, her for she, that. I love her for that. She's a boss. She's a boss. Yeah, that that's boss like moves. I mean, they're saying <laughs> that she seems a little soft, that she doesn't seem like a boss, but they just don't see the moves that she does in the ring and she doesn't talk about it. Not talking about your moves, that's boss like right there. Absolutely. Let let your actions speak for you. Exactly, my brother. Exactly. So another another question I had for you. I just don't want to take too much of your time. I know you probably have a whole bunch of things going on. Wells Mania is running wild. You know what I mean? So <laughs> hey, I'm here for you, brother. I'm here for you. <laughs> um, what do you think about the build going towards SummerSlam with the matches they have going on right now? I like it. I like it. Uh, I, well, I know that I'm in the the minority when I say that I'm a Roman Reigns fan. I know. I can hear that. Listen, you're not by yourself. Here. I'm with you, my brother. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's glad. It's glad to actually talk to somebody who doesn't hate on Roman Reigns. I don't at so, all. It's very refreshing, and I appreciate you for you know being right there with me because we are, man. We're in the minority. No, we Roman, are. We definitely are. But it's crazy because he has. 3.2 million followers on Instagram. How are yeah. we the minority? Yeah, it, it, that's crazy. Like, when you watch these live events, I don't even think the crowd knows why they're booing him when he comes out. They just boo to boo. And I ask Roman Reigns haters, you know, I, I tweet at him on Twitter, and the ones that I see in person, I ask them, I'm like, why do y'all hate on Roman Reigns so much? And their answers aren't, legit they they feel like he's being forced down our throats and i'm just like man that that's that's a cop out you can say that about any wrestler on the roster you're just targeting roman reigns on purpose but i don't want to get too sidetracked uh I, i'm looking no. forward i talked well Lester you know what though? That, that was that was a good one though that was a good one right there because i feel as people are just hating on roman just to hate you know, because it seems like the cool thing to do. And people are not seeing the body of work. And one of my friends that about a year ago 
Oh, like a year ago to the date, SummerSlam, he was telling me that Roman sucks, Roman's this, Roman's that. I was with him two, a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, Roman's pretty cool. I'm like, <laughs> there we go. There you go. I was like, this is what I've been telling you. Yeah. You know? And this is why I think, I know WWE is losing the money and all the make-a-wish stuff that they're doing, which is great. It's a great cause and great thing to do, but... His character needs to go heel. And he will be an extreme heel. Like, he has the same um, trajectory, like the same line of things going on for him that The Rock had when he first came in. Absolutely. And you actually just took the words right out of my mouth because you remember when The Rock came in as Rocky Maivia. Yep. He got He got booed. You know, die, Rocky, die. Rocky sucks. And then he turned heel. And wow, that really just evolved his character into one of the greatest of all time so yeah exactly. man i agree with you if you did that with roman reigns's character gave him a little little more edge and kind of just kept teasing a heel turn and then had him go full-blown heel I, I would be all for that and i think i think a lot of the hipster fans would start letting up on the booze as no, well definitely i mean i've i've always had this thought and this dream and I tell all my friends this that we watch wrestling with. I tell them all. I, I've told a couple of people I've talked to before you. I was like, man, imagine if G.O.D. would just come to WWE, man. And they yeah. would just interfere on that Brock Lesnar match. And they just come back and they could use the old school name, the Samoan SWAT team. You put in the Usos and Nia. That heel faction would go and run wild, brother. <laughs> Absolutely. I would be all for a heel faction led by Roman Reigns. And, of course, you get the Samoan dynasty backing them up. That would be really good TV right there. Yeah, yo, that and then, yo, to, to make it go even more on top, you know how, like, The Rock and all his uh, Hollywood contracts, he can't get physical. So right. you just let him be the leader of the faction and be like, I'm the one that made this and we're going to run this. I run Hollywood. I'm a. I want to run this. Like he's just sticking it to Vince. That would be really cool, right? <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm co-signing with you, brother. I'm all aboard on that. Hell yeah, man! Yo, I loved it. I, 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 I yo, I had this thought in me for at least two years already, bro. At yeah. least two years already, and this was before like <laughs> the Usos were on that day one ish. Like, I was like, oh, my God, they need to turn heel. And then they turn heel, They look at them now. Yeah, man, the Usos. Uh, and I got to hang out with Jey Uso oh, a couple nice. of years ago. Yeah, man, he, he is a humble, down-to-earth dude. And, like, I got to actually hang out with him. I partied with him a night here after a show. And I, that's when I really was like... I like you, Oose, you know, and then I just, <laughs> I just kept following him, and, I, and I'm right there with you. I was like, please turn the Usos heel, because they've got untapped potential as heels. You know, they've been the baby faces with the face paint, and, and they've been running that gimmick for a while, and then, like you said, out of nowhere, the heel turned them, and yeah, it has definitely brought new life, and they've been on fire ever yeah. since that heel turn. Yeah, I, I think I gotta go to Indiana now, bro. You over here chilling Absolutely. with the stars, baby. <laughs> I tell you what, Indianapolis is a very underrated city when it comes to professional wrestling. I don't think it is because everybody knows. Everybody good, good, knows good. a lot of the people that come from the yo, Mr. Perfect, Ravishing Rick Rude, 
the Road Warriors. They all had the same um the same trainer. I forgot his name, man. Uh do you know what I'm thinking about right now? I'm trying to think. Because uh, there was uh Dick the Bruiser was from here. Dick the Bruiser, yes. And um Eddie and Sharkey. There we go. Yeah. There you go. The, who trained all these guys? Guys came from here for sure. You know, I you listen. I I know I know my wrestling history. I know in the Indianapolis they have a great history over there, man, and it's amazing. And it's definitely it's definitely something a territory that I got. I have to be there and you know enjoy. Yeah, one of these days when I we get out there, you, man. <laughs> I, I got I got to go to the Smash Mouth Arena and see what's going on over there, bro. Absolutely, you know the invitation's always on the table, and you know how to get a hold of me. So awesome. the next time you're in Indianapolis, we'll make that happen. I'll uh, I'll give you a nice little tour of the city, and and I'll take you to the Smash Mouth Arena, and you can watch Mega Mondo in action. It sounds great, bro. I love it. I love it. But thank you, man. I I truly thank you for being part of the pod. Thank you for giving me your time. And yeah, hey, listen. Whenever you want the 20 by 20 podcast on Wells Mania, we'll run wild, brother. You let me know. Yeah, I appreciate you for having me on, and we're definitely going to make that happen on an upcoming episode of Wells Mania, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you, too, man. Have a good one, all right? You, too. Take care. Easy, brother. You, too, man. Thank you. Yes. And you know what? That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Called all my friends. We're about an hour and 20 minutes already. I think it's enough. I'm just hoping that you guys loved what we had for you. And next week, best believe, the boy LP is going to be in the building. We're going to be back at the 20 by 20 stadium. The Sportatorium is for the little joints, you know. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm hoping you guys liked what we got for you and what you're about to hear. So... I'm not going to tell you the song of the podcast is going to be. It's just going to be a little surprise. And it goes like this. Yeah. We easy out of here. The dash is digi, the schedule busy, my head in a hoodie, my shorty a goodie, my cousins are crazy, my cousins like boogie, life is amazing, it is what it should be, been here for 10 but I feel like a rookie, I tell her look up cause it's snowing in tussies, but for three years man you can't even book me, it's me and lil baby, this shit going crazy, Weezy produced it and Weezy F made me and she held it down so she got a Mercedes, your money records, the army, the navy, it ran me 10,000, I threw it like Brady, the foreign is yellow like Tracy and Katie, I trust in my niggas, they never betray me, met all these niggas, they sweeter than Sadie, when I started out, I just took what they gave me Did all the favors, they never repaid me It worked in my favor, cause nobody said Brand new whip, got no keys Tailor my clothes, no starch, please Soon as I nut, you can go leave Got M's in the bank, like yes, indeed Cardia glasses, I won't even peek at you Yellow Ferrari like Pikachu I got on waiting and watching what he gon' do Tryna pee what I do, tryna steal my moves 2500 for a new pair of tennis shoes The same price I can make them youngins come and finish you Lawyer being charged, he a Jewish like a voodoo Real dope boy, 100,000 in his visa Presidents of 10 slide by, we don't see you I been getting money, I ain't worried about what he do I'm getting money like I'm from the 80s Man, Dre by the drop, man, this shit gon' go crazy They know I'm the truth, coming straight from the basement I'm straight as a squeak, man, I come from the pavement A million all hundreds, it make them go crazy Wham, wham, wham on the baby, brand new whip, got no keys. Tell them my clothes, no starch, please. Soon as I nut, you can go leave. Got M's in the bank, like yes, indeed. Me and my dog going all the way. When you're living like this, they supposed to hate. Brand new whip, got no keys. 
Tailor my clothes, no starch, please. Soon as I nut, you can go. Please got M's in the bank, like yes, indeed. Me and my dog going off the way. When you're living like this, they supposed to hate. Weezy, I don't know.